Hey everybody, I'm Brian Grossman, Editor-in-Chief of the Colorado Springs Independent. This is the Indy 15, the show that recaps all you need to know in the news. Our guest in studio today is local musician Jeremiah Walter. We also have Managing Editor Helen Lewis in the house, uh, as well as reporter and podcast director extraordinaire Nick Raven. Uh, Welcome everybody to the Indy 15. Thank you. Uh, So Jeremiah, talk about, I guess start from the beginning, What what do you do around here when it comes to music? Um, so I am a multi-instrumentalist that plays almost anything, none of them extremely well, uh-huh. but I have about 80, 80 different types of instruments oh, wow. um, in the past couple of years. It was actually kind of when the pandemic hit and I had a little bit more spending money because I couldn't go out. Um, yeah. I started collecting instruments. So, okay. um, and I, I write songs on the instruments, yeah. um, and, but I've been in various bands over the years. Um, including the Rogue Spirits with my buddy Travis Duncan, who's also in a band called Spur. Mm-hmm. But going way back to, I was in a heavy metal band called Intake way back in the day that like opened for suicidal tendencies. Oh, and wow. So I've been doing it probably for about 25 years singing or, or playing instruments in bands. Okay. Are you from the Springs? I, uh, I was born at Memorial Hospital. Oh, okay. But then uh, when I was, I don't know, six months old, moved out to Peyton, mm-hmm. Colorado, which is about. 30 miles east or so of the springs and then when i was 18 uh moved back to the big city yeah okay (laughs) and you said you own 80 instruments is that right? yeah 80 different types Types of instruments so like you know i've got a bunch of harmonicas for example but i just count that as one basically how many instruments did you have before covid (laughs) um i still had quite a few but that's when i really went like especially collecting from around the world so i probably had uh 30 or so, if I had to guess, I yeah. didn't necessarily count at the time. But So more than doubled your collection yeah. During, yeah, during the absolutely. pandemic. Okay. Absolutely. Lots of free time to scroll through eBay and yeah. Etsy actually surprisingly has a lot of instruments. So what was the first instrument you, you ever picked up? Um, well, I in Peyton, I played trombone um, for a while, but then that kind of petered out. And then um, I kind of fiddled on bass and guitar and stuff over the years, but I was mainly just a vocalist. Mm-hmm. And about a decade ago, a coworker of mine lent me a baritone ukulele. So it's okay. not like a tiny u- little ukulele. It's a little bit bigger tune yeah. like a guitar. And I just kind of took to it and, and realized, oh, I don't have to wait for all these other musicians to have the music for me to add lyrics to. I can just bang out my own chords yeah. and then um, have kind of grown from there as an instrumentalist and songwriter. Okay. Helen, do you play any instruments? I used to play the piano. Oh, yeah? My parents straight, mm, My parents kindly gave me lessons for years and years, uh-huh. and it was a terrible waste. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kindly gave you is a nice way to say forced you? Well, you know, uh-huh. yeah, it, there was no negotiating, um, but it was useful for other things. Like what? Uh, Storing things? Like <laughs> squirrel, squirrel home? Yeah. <laughs> It turns out if you can read music, you can learn shorthand easier. Really? And when I went to, when I started in News Limited, you had to get um, 120 words a minute in shorthand okay. to graduate into being a real journalist. Uh-huh. So that and music was helped you with that? Apparently, yeah. Your brain works the same way with that kind of thing. Okay. Well, I, I want to know, what are your top five strangest instruments? Top five strangest Yes, ones that we would be like, what is that? Um, so one of my favorites and is really unique looking is a Taisho Goto, which is from Japan. 
and it's you strum strings that are all kind of tuned to the same mm. note, but then there are keyboard or uh, sorry typewriter keys basically that you press to sort of fret and create different notes. And it was developed by this guy whose name I can't recall off the top of my head, but he was in Japan, and I think this is the 19-teens, um, and he got a scholarship to travel Europe and the, the United States um, to learn about musical instruments and had never seen a typewriter mm -hmm. before because of the Japanese, their character system, they didn't, typewriters weren't around then, they figured it out. And he saw that and was like, oh, I could utilize that to, to, to make an instrument. So that was a long answer for one. So we'll, we'll fill the rest of the podcast with one. the others. But uh, that one's that one's pretty neat. Um, I have um, a, it's called a um, Ken, K-H-A-E-N, which is from the Isan region of Thailand, which is like northern Thailand and also Laos. Mm -hmm. And it's like this reed instrument that you blow into and it has these like big, long bamboo um tubes and you kind of press buttons and it's got a, like a really cool unique sound hmm. um there's a one called a valiha from madagascar which is again bamboo it's a big thing at bamboo but it's called a tube zither and it has strings all the way around it that are each tuned differently and you can you can you can play them all um I know that's not five, but I could go. I could go up to. You have to, to do five. I have to do five. I lost count. I don't know what that was. Three. It was a solid three. Yeah, yeah. and nice. I have a piano. Yeah, it's very, very weird. Yeah. Very weird. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Super strange. Helen might need some lessons. A refresher coming up. Um, so the reason you ended up on our radar is because you're doing something a little unusual. You want to talk about that? Sure. So, um, and I'll even kind of tell the, the origin story of this. Yeah. So on New Year's Day, um, the morning of New Year's Day, I wrote a song, just some cheesy, it's New Year's Day and there's birds singing and promise of a new year, kind of whatever. It wasn't very good, probably. And later that day, I came across something that I had seen previously, um, but applied to me a little bit more uh, this year was Woody Guthrie. And I can't remember the year off the top of my head, 1932 or something. Hmm. Uh, the musician Woody Guthrie, one of my favorite um, songwriters of all time, had written something called his New Year's Rulings, which were basically his resolutions. Hmm. And it was, I don't know, 50 things he wanted to do that year. And number eight, I think, on that list was write a song a day. I was like, well, I've already gotten my song today written i'm on i'm on pace for mm -hmm. for 365 so i kind of thought about it the next day wrote another one and decided to sort of publicly announce to you know my facebook friends and followers and whatever hey i'm doing this i started a blog and just started writing a song a day and yeah. now i'm i don't know as of the time of recording this which i know is coming out a little later but mm -hmm. i think i'm pushing 260 songs that i've written so far this year so it was New Year's New Year's Day of this year that you yes. decided to start doing that? Uh, yeah, okay. of, of, of uh, 2022. Yep. Yeah. And are you just trying to get through 2022, <laughs> or do you think uh, this will go beyond that? Yeah, I'm, I, think, <laughs> I don't think it'll carry over to next year, not because it hasn't been a great experience, but because I'm going to have this backlog, basically, of 365 songs, right. is I need time to go back and see which ones I like, which ones I need to tweak, which ones I want to record and put on proper albums. I already have musician friends that want to, you know, help flesh out some of them. Or it might be, oh, I like this verse in this song, and it could be a bridge in this song. Mm -hmm. So I think there's going to basically come January, um, and who knows how long it'll take, so essentially an audit of that. Because it's really hard to, 
you know, really assess in the moment how it is because I'm just kind of mm-hmm. plowing through every day, you know, and um, I get some immediate feedback, you know, from from my friends and whatnot. And, you know, it's on YouTube. And so, you know, oh, this one's really good. And there's some that I think are great that nobody seems to like. So, you know. What's the plan when it's all done? Do you do you want to do a regular length album or do you want to yeah. – a whole box set of all right. 365. Yeah. I, I think there's going to be a lot of orphans that never, yeah. <laughs> never make it. Never on. see the light of day. Yeah, because yeah. some days, you know, I'm I'm so pressed for time mm. that it's just a short little thing. Or I, you know, there's a couple times I was sick and barely had enough energy to record 15 seconds of this is a song that I have to record today. It's not going to be very long. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yeah, and that'll be one of the things I have to figure out. I mean, I know, I'll, hopefully, fingers crossed, maybe I'll have a couple albums worth of stuff, but that's like if one in ten of them are good, right? And I just don't have a feel for, you know, how how good they all are. But if one in one in thirty of them are good, I'll have at least one album worth of material that I can put out. But yeah. I don't, I don't see like releasing the whole thing as a group, other than like it's like a, a playlist on YouTube, and I've got this blog where they're all where they're all collected, but the sound quality of them as I'm recording them isn't great because I'm just shooting video on my phone. So, you know, I don't think the, the sound quality would be up for, you know, a proper, a proper release. Do they all fall within sort of a genre or is that also all mm. over the place? Um, I kind of categorize it all as folk, but maybe just cause that's what we just tend to call stuff that's mm-hmm. acoustic, but mm-hmm. I also have like a keyboard with beats in it and stuff. And it, it some of it leans towards maybe more, r&b or or things like that so but generally folk and then you know i mentioned i've got all these different instruments Mm -hmm. so really depending on what instrument i'm picking up it has kind of a different a different sound which can help me i think uh, inspire me a little bit each day if it's a new instrument in my hands if i just had to play 365 songs on the same instrument maybe that limitation would you know, lead to some good innovation and creativity, but it's also kind of nice. Like I'm going to pick up this thing and it sounds different. And so this kind of feels like I'm singing about outer space or whatever. Right. Okay. And, and so, cause that's the hardest thing for me is to figure out, well, what am I going to write about today? The music comes quick, but yeah. figuring out what the lyrics are going to be about for the most part tends to be the difficult thing. So. Does, uh, oh, go ahead. No, no. Does it, does it change? Um, does it change how you're creative, knowing that you're going to have to do it every day? Is it sort of more on your mind? Are you processing all the time in a different way? Or is it sort of a similar process, just more often? Um, well, I've, I guess, honed the process. So there's a couple of years when you, I'm actually consciously sitting down to write the song. Mm. And that process tends to be the same, especially when I don't know what I'm going to write about. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll play some music, find kind of a melody, write some lyrics to the melody and record it. Um, but when I know what I'm going to write about, that helps. Sometimes I'll even write out the lyrics and find something that matches that. But what I, what I realized early on, because I knew I had to song, write a song a day, is as I was sort of walking through life, I'm like, oh, that might make a song. That might make a song. You know, mm-hmm. so I a little more than I used to, although I was a songwriter before, it really kind of, mm-hmm. you know, that in, those antenna were really are really up all the time mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And still have a hard time. Some days, like, what am I going to write about today? I've already written about this 50 times it feels like but um so but the process is i've honed it though it's like a muscle that you exercise right Mm -hmm. so like even though i'm kind of doing the same process that i've done in the past i'm noticing that it goes a little bit more smoothly Mm -hmm. and i'm not struggling as much once i find that topic of of what to write about 
And I understand, lucky for us, uh, you have not written a song today. That is correct. And you even have a topic? Well, I was thinking, I'm on a podcast yeah, here, right. and maybe, and, and that's the thing, too. Sometimes I, I was like, oh, I've got to write something like, you know, very serious or important. or mm-hmm. And sometimes that has, like, the, like, what's happening in Ukraine led to mm-hmm. some very, you know, heavy, heavy songs, right? But there's some days, like, I just want to be kind of silly, and I have a feeling maybe this will be a little bit more... More fun, but yep. yeah, I brought a I brought an instrument, and because time management is a big part of this, writing a song a day because I have a full time job. I'm also in the theater production currently, which is essentially another full time job. Yep. So carving out that time, and I was like, oh well, I'm actually using you all, exploiting your podcast yep. so that I can get my get my song written. Two birds, one okay stone. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, you wanna you wanna write something for us? Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. It'll only take me about two hours. How long is this? <laughs> Um, so, What's the instrument? So I've just got a little concert ukulele mm-hmm. here. Um, I'm on bike, so I brought one of my tiny ones. Now, nice. in hindsight, maybe I should have brought one of my weird ones. But <laughs> um, So the first thing I do is just kind of bang out some some chords. So I kind of don't know. And on this, I'm sort of limited on what chords I can play anyway on a regular ukulele. So mm-hmm. it'll probably be some C, G, and D kind of in order. So... <laughs> That's kind of a chord progression. Mm-hmm. And then my next thing is I'll just kind of do gibberish lyrics. I'll kind of just like mumble over the top. And I'm sorry that I'm turning away from the microphone. Um, uh, and I'll just try to f- see what kind of melody comes out over the top of that. So then I've got that melody. I forgot a step that I normally would have done is recorded that Mm. melody on my phone. But normally it's over the course of like maybe I'll try to give myself an hour to write the lyrics. So I have a thing to reference. But hopefully it's fresh enough in my mind now Mm -hmm. that I then have to write the lyrics. So I kind of will count sort of the syllables that I had put in the melody. So I had like... Da da dee da dee da dee, like six, and then I kind of do da dee da dee da dee da dee da dee da dee. So I kind of have like four lines that will have six syllables each, and then I think I close with like dee da dee da dee da dee or something. I don't know. Maybe another six. We'll figure it out. So 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 then you got to write some words. So this is Indy fifteen. Right? That's the name mm-hmm. of the thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for having me. Throw mm-hmm. some words. Oh, prompts? Yeah. Oh, right. oh, is this a, ma- yeah. is this a Mad oh, Lib thing? I'm going to have yeah. to give co-writing credit. We need an adverb. This is the Indy 15, thanks for having me. Was that? That's yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Um, Brian and Helen are here. Mm-hmm. It's a true story. Uh huh. Um, let's see what rhymes. And we are all in good cheer. Okay. Is that fair to say? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that, that'll work. I'm pretty cheery. All in good cheer. Um, we 
hope you'll read this week. Isn't that kind of the thing to get people sure, to read? Yeah. That could be like could the big finale. Mm-hmm. We <laughs> hope you'll read this week. See, very, very poetic. The other thing is reading my own um, handwriting sometimes. And this is my first time ever like writing in front of somebody, which is awkward. I bet. I, we write as well. Not yeah, easy. yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> with we somebody tend not to do it. Yeah, with somebody <laughs> watching. And, no, I don't like that. No. Um, <laughs> so now I'm going to record it for posterity on my phone. Let's hear it. Uh, so I got to set up my my camera, and luckily we got this little timer on the table, which mm-hmm. will hold it because I got to post it to my oh, my look, YouTube. A oh, oh there well, we go. that's. Wow. that's only the best here at the Indy 15. Yes. Dave has every gadget. Right. I've never been in a song before. This <laughs> Are you excited? I am. Let's see if I'm going to reiterate here. This is Indy 15. Thanks for having me. Brian and Helen are here. We are all in good cheer. We hope you'll read this. I didn't put the K on week. All right. And this is the tough part, too, because I try to record it right after, and I never have time to, like, really practice it, so mm-hmm. it's always a bit raw. But all that's right. fine. Seeing how the sausage is made. This is Indy 15, thanks for having me. Brian and Helen are here, we're all in good cheer. We hope you'll read this week. The one that gets me the Grammy. Yeah, we need to buy that so that we can. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be our theme song, I think. That was great. All right, well, we are, you know, about 15 minutes in. Uh, Helen, anything else that you wanted to ask Jeremiah? I feel like there should be pictures of the unusual instruments in the show notes. Yeah. Now that I know what show notes are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I did have another question about uh, unusual. She's not from around here. Do you have any uh, didgeridoos? I do have a didgeridoo. <laughs> really? Yes, although I need to put the, like, you can do, like, beeswax. The wax. On the, you have to have the wax. Yeah, to match, yeah. especially with the beard. I don't uh, have a very yeah. good seal. To make seal. a good seal, yeah. Exactly, but my yeah. wife, Darla, can play it even without the seal. And, yeah, it does really I have a didgeridoo. Really do you? With the wax on. Can't play it. So uh, I think I no. said it right. How do you say it? Didgeridoo? Didgeridoo. I think I said didgeridoo. What, did, did I say didgeridoo? Did you say that? I think yeah. you said it right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did say it right. Um, it can be hard. Yeah. But I can't do circular breathing, so. Mm. Okay. Um, no luck for me. Yeah. Well, you can still play some long notes yeah, and then take a Yeah, some long notes, but not like a, not real, not like the, the whole real. time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, cool. Uh, anything you wanted to plug? I know. How can we follow your progress here for yeah. the next hundred and some days? Yeah. So, um, this, all of these songs that I'm writing are on um, a blog and I made a short URL. I paid, I got a free website, so it normally has a long URL. So I made a tiny URL yep. to help folks get nice. there. It's tinyurl.com mm-hmm. slash 365 songs, the number 365 songs. Gotcha. Um, but I, you can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. All of those, if you just search Jeremiah Walter Music, yep. um, should be the first thing that, that pops up and you can follow my progress there. And then some of the other music that i've released a couple of solo albums i have are on jeremiahwalter.bandcamp.com okay and any shows or anything live if people wanted to check you out nothing coming out or no no live shows soon um with my own music Mm -hmm. because i'm also involved in theater so i'm actually in a in a show lumberjacks in love at theater works which is going through 
sometime in October. I can't remember when it closes, but I think it will have opened um, by the time this podcast comes out. So okay. also centerforthearts.org maybe yep. is where you get those website, uh, get those tickets. So And it's in the calendar in the indie too. So if Love you pick it. up an indie, there's some info yeah. about that show in there. Perfect. So, yes. All right. Well, uh, thank you to Jeremiah Walter and the gang for joining me in studio. Uh, and if you enjoyed this audio version, be sure to check us out on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell so you get notifications anytime something new comes out. Uh, this show was produced by Dave Gardner and Nick Raven. Videocast was directed by Nick Raven, distributed by our digital team, which is made up of Sean Cassidy and Michaela Jones. Dustin Glatz is our art director. Amy Gillentine's our publisher. I'm Brian Grossman, editor-in-chief. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of the Indie 15.